What is going on, folks? Welcome back to the AOA Show. I am your host, as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. What's up? And Gavin. What's poppin'? And today we wanted to talk about our first thoughts about the movie Spirited Away and our initial review of the film. Uh, Most of you listening are probably pretty familiar with this title. If not, uh, I am going to briefly explain it. Uh, It's definitely a very popular one amongst Western culture and definitely Japanese culture as well. So Spirited Away came out in 2001, Japanese animated fantasy film, obviously, why we're talking about it, written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, If you've been following us for a little bit, uh, you'll know that we also reviewed uh, Miyazaki's uh, Princess Mononoke, and we definitely plan on watching a lot more Miyazaki movies in the future and talking about them. Uh, Animated by Studio Ghibli as well uh, for a bunch of uh, distributors and distributed by Toho. Um, A lot of pretty famous voice actors uh, were in it as well, obviously for the sub-version. Um, one thing I found interesting, Miyazaki wrote the script after he decided the film would be based on a 10-year-old daughter of his friend, uh, Seji Okuda, uh, the movie's associate producer who came to visit his house during the summer. So that's kind of where he got some of the inspiration. Um, and I know that he had quite a big budget and it was, um, there, he had some help as far as Wes is concerned with people like Pixar, uh, and things like that. But anyway... The movie, uh, when it came out, broke uh, a lot of records. Um, it topped Titanic, if I'm not mistaken, um, as like the highest grossing film of the time. And if I'm not mistaken, it still holds some titles in Japan for one of the highest grossing movies out there. I could be wrong, but that's at least where my research has led me. So anyway, that's a little backdrop on the movie and its origins. Um, what do we think about it? What do you guys think of the movie in general, uh, as compared to some of the other ones that you may have seen so far, or just this one in general? Any thoughts? Sucked. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually not like it? Yeah, I love the film. Um, it's not really a single, I mean, uh, to be honest, of the films I've seen of his, I, I don't have any bad ones. Um, there's definitely ones, obviously, that I like more than others, but, um, they're all fucking slam dunks to me, at least. Um, I don't know. I, I said this in our uh, Princess Mononoke review, but like, I just love uh, this man's way of storytelling, whether it be uh, visually, like through animation, uh, thematically. I liked a lot of the uh, key, like core themes that he ties into his stories. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll get into it a little more later, but I fucking loved it. Gavin, what were your thoughts? Dope. I'm gonna I'm gonna start this off by I'm not gonna lie, going into this movie I not I didn't know I didn't look at anything prior about this movie before I watched it and when I started when I started to view it and I got like to the 30 minute mark I realized this isn't the movie that I thought it was gonna be and I don't I don't know how to explain it it's like you know when you're going into something and you see all the shit online and all these pictures all these like different memes and stuff like that I legitimately went in with the mindset this is kind of be just kind of like a cute movie like no really like sus- substance maybe like I don't know I ca- not gonna lie I kind of went in with low expectations as weird as that sounds for like how popular the movie is because I don't know you see like time and again like really mainstream shit like sometimes doesn't hit the caliber that you were expecting because it's so hyped up. And I kind of went in with that expectation with this movie. And as I was watching it, I was like, holy fuck, I didn't think this was going to be like 
the storyline, the plot, how the characters developed. Like, it honestly took it in the other direction that I didn't think that it was going to. And I am so fucking happy that it did because I absolutely love that movie, dude. Like, from beginning to end, I remember I was at the last 20 minutes and I was like, I don't want it to, I want it to be another hour. Like, that is one movie that is two hours long that I felt like only took me a half hour to watch. I, I don't know why. It just, I felt like the thing just went by in a breeze and I didn't want it to. I was like, fuck, don't end. And, oh. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie from beginning to end. I loved it. Interesting for initial yeah. thoughts. Uh, I mean, I had a feeling that you were definitely going to like it, Gavin, and Isaiah seemed to express keen interest in uh, Miyazaki. I mean, we all have just in general, so I didn't expect it to be some sort of flop in your guys' eyes at all. Um, but I do have some different thoughts personally. Okay. Um, but I will say that I do, I do like to highlight some of the points and the key discussions that uh, and conversations that can arise from this movie and some of the points that it's trying to address um, how, you know, like I'll generally look and we all will, for the most part, we'll look into the movie when we're done watching it to see sort of some hidden meanings and stuff like that. Um, but again, I this one kind of um, is similar, weirdly enough, it's going to sound crazy, but I actually, as far as the message, not the movie structure, but the, the message per se that was concerned actually uh, was reminiscent to Akira in weird ways um, because there's a lot of warnings in this, um, warning against the like greed and overconsumption uh, with power and ability. Uh, as some people may know, Japan experienced like a huge economic boom in the, um, in the 80s. Um, mm -hmm. after the world wars and stuff like that later on. And uh, a lot of the fear was that like, you know, that people would be over consumed by greed and, and gluttony and all these kinds of things. And while this movie was made after it harkens back to some of those lessons as well, it's kind of reminiscent in that the parents are turned into pigs um, because they're overeating and uh, the people's over um, con not consumption per se, but their, their greed greediness when it comes to the gold, um, when they're also willing to, you know what I mean? Clamor over mm -hmm. each other for it. So there's definitely some hidden messages in there. Um, but it's really cool that, you know, it, it addresses those things as well. It's kind of like a coming of age story, right? Like, um, uh, ch uh, cheer. Ch ch can someone pronounce that goddamn name for me? Chihiro. What's that? Chihiro. Chihiro, thank you. I don't know why I just had a major stronk right there when trying to pronounce that. Mm -hmm. I apologize. Coming of age uh, story of Chihiro basically going into this world or the spirit world essentially and kind of becoming her own right at a young age and kind of forced into this level of maturity and to learn some of these life lessons that the world might not be so ready to teach her. Um, in another circumstance, right? It takes her to go to like another freaking dimension and, you know, in order to get these things, but she definitely gets a, a quick rush of all those things. So I could definitely mm -hmm. appreciate, you know what I mean? A lot of those things. And obviously the film did very well, um, but. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just in general. So I would, I would assume most people would agree. Um, I will say I I did enjoy I okay so my personal opinion and again this is strictly conjecture it is subjective opinion if you disagree that is totally fine no one's answer is right here before I continue but I will say that at first I loved the movie so I loved it at first it was like it wasn't until about 40 minutes in that I was like actually like my whole thing got turned on its head so I thought at the beginning it was really cute. It actually brought back a lot of childhood memories. Like, 
I feel like there's definitely been a time where I've been a child in the back of my parents' car. My father's like, let's take the shortcut. And my mother's like, what are you doing? And he's like, don't worry. It is four wheel drive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like going through all this thing. And it's like that, like just the whole beginning sequence and scene like was super reminiscent of childhood memories and really took me back and like made me feel like a kid again in that moment and it was like really heartwarming and cute and I I was just really immersed in the film I was like you know what this is super wholesome and like I don't know I just was really about it um I loved at first how it was you know it was cute and funny I, I loved at first how there was like it was like borderline not borderline it was like full-on creepy um with like some of the spirits and like all the crazy wacky shit that was going on how the parents got turned into pigs thought it was this really like wacky thing um that I was really about to be honest um but then I as I do I write notes um you know as I as I'm progressing through the film and I'm writing all this these things like raving about how good it is and then all of a sudden it gets to like I would say a little over an hour in or like maybe even less like an hour. And I find myself in my chair and I'm like, you know what? I'm actually over it. Like I I don't, I'm not about this anymore. And you know what I think it was for me personally? And again, this is opinion. Is that I feel like the movie suffered from like all of these like weird arbitrary things where it's like, you know how we talk about in, um, we always use the example, like, if there's a rifle on the wall in Act 1, it better be fired in Act 3 type thing. Like, we, we've gone through that as an example and a lot of other things. I feel like this movie, personally, did the exact opposite of that, where it was like, there was a lot of characters thrown in and plot and, like, almost, like, side things and all these things that, that never really came to, like, a culmination for me, or it seemed like they almost didn't need to be there. Um, or if they were, it was like, it was like this really like shoehorned thing to like service the plot. Um, at least from my perspective. And that, I think that's what turned me off, um, to, to some of the movie. I mean, I could go into examples and I don't want to harp too much on the negative because the film is structurally is, is well made, uh, animated well, love the soundtrack, all that kind of stuff. And I know you guys really liked it. So I'm more curious to hear a lot of the good things about it. Um, but it would be, I'd be reminisced to not give my completely honest and unfiltered opinion of the film, um, so I I walked away from the film thinking it was all right, but grossly overhyped in my personal opinion. Um, and I still think that it's like it's a decent watch, but I don't I think my my going into it thinking that it was going to be something more than it was really just kind of killed a lot of the vibe for me. But that's my that's my personal takeaway, and I could get into you know more of why I think what I do if needed. But I'm more curious to hear some of the things that you guys enjoyed about it, like certain characters or scenes or whatever. So if you guys have anything, let's shower some positivity on the film. Um, well, that's interesting because I'm actually curious to hear why what you didn't like about it. Um, I don't know about Gavin, but most of what I like about the movie is been said at least a thousand times um you know what i mean i'm not really treading any new water here um the message is incredibly relatable like you spoke you talked about uh like just how how nostalgic the movie feels like i'm i'm a person who has moved more than once in his life and so like i def i remember the first time i watched this movie i definitely very much uh you know i, I just related to um so i like her her 
you know, her being a kid. I mean, like, this is like one of the classic coming-of-age stories. And so, like, being a kid who's moved away from home and, you know, has to sort of, like, restructure your life and, and like, what that means and, like, how sort of out of touch and out of place it makes you feel. Um, you know, all of that is, is, is present in there. And, and, you know, the first time I watched it, um, I definitely connected with that. Um, and it's funny, watching back now, it's, like, again, I'm not and a mature adult by any stretch of the imagination but like looking back on it now i i i i was brought like at least you know in the first half of the movie i was brought back to like that state of mind that i was in like when i was a kid and it's like it you know i it it it, it works you know it's still it in my opinion it does what it needs to do in telling the story and telling this message um you know i will say though that, like after having viewed it a second time after watching having watched significantly more just movies in general than i did the first time um it's pretty basic but like i've never really ever had a problem with a basic movie as long as it does its basic job well you know like my my problem is like if you're going to take a theme that's been done a hundred times and and i mean keep again keep in mind when this movie came out it was one of the first to really do this well um but my problem is like when you take a theme as simple as this and you fuck it up right because then it's like all right you had like the easiest theme to work with structurally and like there's a thousand examples for you to choose from to like pull off of and it's still the like it's still you know felt flat but like this one doesn't it does it the themes and story that it wants to tell it does that job well um and yeah i i i don't know no it's fair points it's fair points um you know again i before i even continue um, make sure if you guys are liking the content today and this very stimulating conversation that you guys are liking, subscribing, and hitting the notification bell if you're on YouTube. Comment your thoughts down below. Am I a complete bumbling idiot for not liking this film um, or thinking that it's mediocre? Uh, I don't know. Let me know all your thoughts so I can sulk about my opinion. Um, if you guys are listening on another platform today, Spotify, iTunes, etc., make sure you guys throw in a follow on there. If you don't have us on the socials yet, that's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please throw us a follow on there. It goes a long way and you can keep up to date with the latest and greatest going on and if you want to take that support to the next level you can hit us up on patreon that's patreon.com forward slash aoa show or all these links that i have just stated are in the description down below but anyway um gavin also i didn't mean to cut you off i don't know if there's any thoughts that you had as a rebuttal as well i just yeah i just felt um and again you know welcome to disagree i would assume most people do disagree with me i, I would feel that i am in the minority stated by strictly the numbers but um, again, I just felt like there was a lot of, um, there were a lot of like loose ends and just like unanswered questions that like, I guess you can argue, like there's always the argument, right? Where it's like, okay, well, you know, if, if the loose ends or anything don't necessarily service the overall message or plot, then it doesn't matter. Right. And things like that. Um, but like my argument to some of those things is like, then why have them? Um, and sometimes that can be exacerbated a little bit more so than, than in other films. And sometimes like there are loose ends that I, I simply don't care about, but I just felt like in personally that for this film, there was too many for me to just gloss over it. And like, I just felt like some of the characters were like borderline irrelevant because of like, they had this like weird, this like plot thing. And it just felt like they were like shoehorned in in order to like, it was like a means to an end type thing. You know what I mean? Um, I guess, like, you know, better for me to give some examples of my personal opinion than just, just gripe about it without a solution. But um, I would say one character that I felt really suffered from that 
uh, and that I was a, a little disappointed about was um, the spirit uh, Keonashi, the um, the one that basically showers everyone with gold and becomes this oh, like no fat face. blob and fucking e eats everyone. No face. No What's face. that? No face. No, no face. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was one character personally that irritated me because it was like it seemed like there was this setup that it was like he he or whatever or it was supposed to be like more of a key figure in this story uh, with like the following of her and like almost like weirdly inserting its way into the spirit realm and like trying to like help her and like do all these things. And it's like, I understood to an extent, like the fact why it liked her, because it's like, she didn't require all of these things, right? Like she didn't require the gold. She didn't need the tags that it gave her. And it's like, okay, I get it. It's like, you're not going to eat, eat her like you're fixated on her because she's not doing what everybody else is, is succumbing to. She's not succumbing to that sort of greed. So like I understood it, but it just felt like the the character for me was like weirdly inserted in there. Um, and like just its role was like just simply that, but like could have been said in another way. I just felt like when it came to the end, uh, more towards the end of the film, when they meet uh, Zaniba, the twin sister of Yubaba, and um, he kind of just stays there. It was like, at the end, she's like, okay, you're going to stay here with me now. And it's like, okay, bye. And it's like, I was like, that's it? You know what I mean? Like, I, I just felt like this character was like, there was like supposed to be more to it with how much of a, like an Otis and focus they put on it rather than just like the weird like, what did arbitrary you, randomness that, what did, that what it did, had. What did you think? Like, or, or what would you have wanted to happen with him? Um, I mean, so I feel... As if, I don't know, if it took, like, more of a, a prevalent, um, like, if it had a little bit more of, like, a spotlight or, like, a little more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like, unpacking as to, like, what that character, like, is about and, like, and, 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 like, why it's there and, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, a little more, like, fleshed out thing. It was, like, it just felt like the character was inserted to, like, to, like, send a message and like that was about all and it just like follows her and she's just like okay that's fine but it's like i don't know i just felt like it's like maybe giving that character a little more of like a personality i would say or like you know like um like uh like a not a backstory per se but like an explanation to the audience as to like why this character's a thing or whatever that's just one example um you know i that was just one that came to the top of my mind i guess that was just for me it almost it almost felt as like the character like the character didn't need to like follow her around and like do all this weird shit besides being there like with the gold and the eating and then being fixated it just seemed like it was there and it was like okay and then, like, I guess another thing that irritated me at that, like, towards the end is when, like, when she's, like, when she saves Haku, um, when he's the dragon and, like, he's flying away. Right. And then it's, like, this, like, weird arbitrary moment at the end where she's just like, oh, yeah, I fell into a river and your name is that river. And he's like, oh, duh, my name's Kahaku or whatever. And that's the river. And it was like, what? Like, for me, it was like, that just, like literally came out of left field and it just seemed like they needed to like insert that in there real fast to like make that whole relationship actually make sense in the end um but again i, I don't want to like harp too much because i again i didn't dislike the movie i just thought it to be pretty overrated like in the grand well, scheme of things that's just my opinion I, 
Yeah, I'm gonna. I want to. I want to piggyback off that because sure. um, you're not wrong. That last point that you made about the whole river thing when they were flying, that honestly did kind of annoy me because I did not like the, how they inserted that. Like they could have like they could have thrown some hints in there prior of how they might have known each other or something. And I mean, I know they did like a couple quick flashback scenes, but that to me definitely felt shoehorned in. However, like when it comes to No Face, I everything that you explained about his character and how he you know is in how they kind of put him in the story in terms of just ambiguity and you don't know his purpose or his meaning. I personally did not like that at first. However, my view on him completely changed when it came to when he was giving everybody the money and the, the whole greed thing happened and not even for the purpose. After that, when he was getting worse and worse and he started eating more people, if you didn't realize, um, what was her name? Uh, Yubaba was, and everybody else like Lynn, they were all screaming, like, why did you let this spear, this no-face spirit in? Who let him in to begin with? And then you got you got um, Sen, who was just like, oh, I guess I did. You know, I didn't know anything about it. And what, what really made it interesting to me, and at that moment I realized how much um, Sen didn't know about the world that she was suddenly enveloped into and how nothing was actually sat down and explained to her on the rules of nature, on just the spirits around her, different types of spirits, and how they can affect people around you. Because No Face, from the very beginning, was in prevalent in the film on the bridge looking at her you know they they had plenty of points leading up to what happened that he was there and around other people everybody knew of his existence however when it when he actually physically came in that was like not supposed to happen you know but Sen didn't realize that because she doesn't know the rules of the land and I feel like that the whole premise that she doesn't know the whole world that she lives in is what allows the directors to give some of these characters a free pass to where you don't need to know anything about them because you're not supposed to know anything about them because the main character doesn't even know anything about them. It's almost like you're in that driving seat with her because you, she doesn't know anything about him. She's just like, this fucking guy's giving me shit, you know. He's a G and helping me in these hard situations. But I, I don't know. He's just following me. Like, I, I don't know what he does. And that's, like, that's the whole purpose is, like, you're in that with her. You're like, I don't know what he does. He's just following me and just doing this crazy shit. And you just kind of have to roll with it. And... I, I don't know. I actually really liked that because it really left his character to interpretation in terms of his intentions. You know, is he in love with her? Is he just is she the first thing that like really accepted him? Just not necessarily more than a spirit, but like, you know, acknowledged his ex existence or something. And like that is what I love about characters when it doesn't have to make sense and it doesn't need to. It's the fact that you can create this whole story in your head and it's all up to the viewer's interpretation. It's almost like a book, but you're but you're actually watching a show. You're looking at these characters and they all don't need to make sense. And that's what I loved more about this movie is they were introducing some of these characters and the purpose was honestly not to make sense. It was to make you think and make you look at these different just characteristics and different like unique just designs and just... It was just for you to see the creativity of not only somebody else's mind, but your own mind and like how they just fill into this world. And my, as weird as it sounds, like one of my favorite characters isn't even a character. It was literally when they were going to um, Zaniba's house and they were walking that dirt path after the train scene. And there was the lamp that was hopping 
that candle lit lamp that was hopping down the road and they like came across it and they're like, Oh, what is this? And he literally, they just bow, he turns and they keep on hopping. And then he hops, hops, hops. He waits at the tree for them to catch up, hops, hops, hops. And then once they get in front of the house, he just kind of jumps up and he goes on top of that, like wooden gate thing and like retransforms into just like this little, like light thing. I, I can't explain <laughs> it. But when I, when I saw that at the, like when I saw that I'm dead ass, when he hopped up and like retracted into a, like a little different form, I literally was like, that was one of the most creative scenes I've ever seen of just walking down a dirt path. And I have nothing but respect for it. Like that was one of the coolest things I've seen in the entire movie. And it was so irrelevant, but I don't care. Like that's just not, the fact that somebody sat down and put as much thought to think of that short little, not even two minute scene and execute it to where it, it was almost seamless. Like it just wasn't a big deal, but every single fucking detail was actually like choreographed to the T and just made everything flow better. And I don't know, that's what I appreciated from it. And as weird as it sounds, with the loose ends that might have came up in this movie, I didn't even care about them. And usually I'm a stickler for them, but it all became kind of irrelevant in my mind because of just how unique and diverse just the whole character line is. And I feel like it was just meant for everything was up to really your interpretation and just how the world worked. And you were just as lost as the main character. Um, no, that's but fair. That was my thoughts on it. Yeah, that that's, that's fair. Isaiah, you want to say something? Go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to say. First, well, first off, uh, I love you, Gavin, because I, I love the fact that, like, every time we talk about these movies, almost every single time, you'll point out a character that, like, almost by intention isn't even supposed to be noticed. Or your favorite character is, like, the nigga who was waiting for the bus in the way back of, like, scene two. It's like, you always, like, I <laughs> I just feel like you, you have this, like, weird, uh, this you know this eye that like hones in on like things that are almost aren't supposed to be looked at or aren't supposed to be paid any attention to um which i just i always love it's really cool um but yeah i mean for the most part i agree with gavin i think the movie by design is built simply um and you're not really supposed to like like there's not a, there isn't a whole lot to dig into quite frankly um i think uh i mean as, as far as no face specifically yeah like i feel like you can't really do anything more with him because the more because the only other thing you could do is like give him a backstory and an origin and like and like at that point then it's like he becomes this other like facet of the story that then in my mind becomes unnecessary like what gavin was saying it's really not important why like those you know motivations quote unquote is he's a spirit right there's a lot of you know uh obviously like mytholo mythological ties uh to certain characters and certain uh places in this movie to real life Japanese mythology and stuff and I think that that's like that's where all that quote unquote like backstory or lore for even for no face I guess specifically but really just for any characters in the story um, that's where that lies and the, the whole point is just essentially this story is about watching uh, it's Sen right that's the girl yeah Chir uh, Chihiro or Sen Chihiro yeah, yeah Chihiro is um, a real name oh okay yeah um is like this story is watching her grow up right and all these characters are just different facets to push to, to push that train forward and, and like move that narrative forward um you know again obviously i, I it, it's you know i guess up to interpretation but like yeah i i think that all the elements that are in the movie do their job so to speak in in doing that and like nothing feels nothing feels too loose for me or i guess again to echo what gavin was saying is like by the time i because I, I will agree that like the second time 
again, like having a much more analytical, uh, I guess, like, you know, focus on this movie this time around. There were things like what you guys have already stated where I was like, what? But like nothing ever, I guess, got me to the point where like I was annoyed or I was like, what? Like everything by the end of the movie, I was like, all right, you know, whatever. Like it makes sense. It did, again, it did its job. It did what it was supposed to do. The story that it set out to tell, it told. And I don't feel like any characters were um, it like underutilized or, or, you know, just there for the sake of screen time, if that makes sense. No, it does for sure. And again, like my, you know, any opinion, it's opinion. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with me personally, like the style of movie or the style of story that I appreciate more over something else that might have something to do with it. You know what I mean? And I felt like, you know, just to, just like quick other three examples, because the, I, I, I harped on one and it was probably like, okay, well, I already gave you the answer to that. So now you just look stupid, but like three, just real quick off the top of my head, like a character that bothered me, like sort of not really bothered, but like Lynn, the, the older female, um, Kawa no Kami, the, um, the old spirit dragon that was like a sludge monster. When he walked in, they uncorked oh, yeah, him yeah. and then just like shot out shit everywhere um, and the big baby, like those three off the top of my head are ones that pop in where it's like, okay, why the fuck is that baby there? Um, not that it matters, but it's like, okay, but now it seems that he's like took a relevant stage, right? Because it's like, they don't show him at first. And you know, uh, Yubaba is like trying to like calm him down. It's like everything. And it's like, oh. you know, it's like, okay. Dude, he and then had it, such a good storyline though. No, no, no. What's that? With the baby. <laughs> the baby. I love the baby story. No, like, I get it. it. I like, oh. I like, I like, it was funny and cool, but it was like, why? Um, and then like the Kawanokami thing where it was like, it was like really again. And Gavin kind of put it into a good light where, it was like okay you're not really supposed to understand uh what's going on it's just kind of like this is something whereas if you lived in that world you would get it but like coming as looking as an on as an outsider none of it makes sense so i understand that to an extent and then i guess like lynn's character just kind of irritated me because it was like okay is she human too because she's the only one that doesn't look like a fat blob you know what i mean compared to the other ones and it's like she was like not liking her but now it's like she's like oh you did it like we got you like you're good to go and it was i don't know that that whole hurl arc confused me but anyway not to harp too much i guess if i could sum summarize what in a couple words what inherently turned me off to the film is that i feel like um nothing was tied together at the end i felt like it was like all of these different plots and characters and like all these different paths that were taken and all of this like cool shots and scenes and like all these different spirits and like you're getting enmeshed in the world but there was like no clear-cut direction for like for like especially towards the end of the film for where like it wanted to go and I think that's again because like I said in the beginning of this episode I actually loved the film for like the first 40 minutes I was like I fuck with this heavy it's really cool but then once that like spell wore off on me and I realized that I'm like what is this movie actually even trying to accomplish and when I couldn't really answer that um that's what like that's what inherently turned me off to it and again I think that's more of like a preference for like as a viewer you know what I mean like some people that doesn't bother where it's like okay like I can just have this like random crazy ambiguity and like derive like one or two small messages from it and like we're good um but for me there needs to be like I guess there it generally helps me when it's like I understand the direction that the movie was trying to take and like where it, where it needs to tie the knot rather than just like floating into the ether. But 
anyway, that's that's my thought again for the thirtieth time. Not saying that it's correct; it's just an opinion. Um, but that's my thoughts on it. But I mean, I I think the movie um, was well made as far as everything else is concerned. And again, I'm definitely in the minority when it comes to that because it's broken records and may still have some records, if I'm not mistaken, um, in Japan. Or at least if if they got broken, it was probably yeah, as of recently. Yeah. Yeah, pretty big freaking deal, um, and it definitely did well here in the West. Um, so, you know, uh, the numbers don't lie, right? <laughs> that If you really want the solidified answer on how well the movie did, but... Um, yeah, I would, I would recommend, uh, just keeping in the, in the tradition of things, kind of giving my recommendation, would you, should you watch it? What would I rate it? Closing remarks. Um, again, I think structurally the, you know, the, the movie is, is, is all right. I do. I think it's overhyped. Yes. Um, do I think it's a cute watch though? Yes. So would I recommend to watch it? Yeah. At the end of the day, I probably would, because again, being that I'm in the minority, you'll probably like it. I just didn't. It is what it is. Um, as far as a rating, I'd probably give it like a six out of 10. Um, you know, that's my, that's my final thoughts. Um, what do you guys got? Um, I, so as I stated, I love the movie. Um, I think it's great. Uh, I think I, this is one, it's funny. Cause again, uh, you know, in the order that these reviews come out, this one will definitely come out after princess mononoke and in that review i stated that one of the things i like the most about uh miyazaki is his like the angle that he takes in telling a story right where the stories that he tells and the way that they are structured uh sound like they're going to be one kind of story but then like once everything's all said and done once everything's put to paper um like these stories are not made for one kind of person right they're not made for children specifically they're not made for adults specifically they're not made for older like you know what i mean you as a six-year-old can watch this movie with your 20-something older sibling and your 40-something or whatever like you know what i mean and everybody can pull the same amount of meaning out of these stories and i think that that's genuinely true for all of his films whether obviously they be on different scales um but what i like about this one is it definitely does it it, it almost like it it masquerades that in a little like in a sense so like I think a, a large portion of the message of the movie relates you know somewhat inherently more to I would say like kids or younger people but specifically anybody who's in uh, the same state of mind or, or frame as the main character right because this is a coming of age story which are kind of like on that spectrum it's kind of hard to relate to as like if you're you know an adult who's already you know what i mean like living in a place for a long time or, or whatever um but i think that the you know again the way that these movies have this cool duality that works to them with their with the audience is like the themes in this movie are universal or, or they you know just sort of transcend age they work with anybody when it, we're talking about like overcoming greed and like you know sort of finding this balance between um you know tradition and paying homage to things that have come before you um, with the, you know, importance that, like, this movie places on, like, oh, like, the characters, um, like, you know, how the thing at the beginning of the movie where it's, like, if she, she has to remember her name, right, she gets her, she, she gets given the new name, and if she doesn't, or if she forgets it, uh, she won't ever be able to, to get back, and then the thing with her parents where it's, like, they're all the pigs in the stall, and she has to remember which pigs specifically are, are her parents, there's this, you know, there's this, uh, metaphor on the idea of, keeping your your family and keeping like the memories of traditions and things about you 
um, close to you and not forgetting them. Um, but in that, again, there is this like coming of age, there's this like growing up and moving on theme that I think works really well with anybody because that's, you know, in every stage of your life, I would say you're always to some degree moving on from something or growing past something. Um, so yeah, I, again, I just, as far as that, the way he, this man makes his movies, I think it's just, he hits it out the park again. Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend it, obviously. Uh, I would probably give it a 8 out of 10. Yeah. Fair enough. Gavin, what do you got? Closing remarks, what would you rate it? Would you recommend it? All right, closing remarks. I'm going to do the coolest uh, the coolest scene that I actually, I've been trying to take notes like Ian, so I have a better like uh, memory when we do these types of reviews. Um, but I know one thing I made sure to note was toward the end, uh, before she got, or before she made it to the train station, when um, Lynn, like, they, she rode her out on that boat and she was walking away. While she was walking on the tracks, they kind of, like, panned out real fast. And they had a really cool, like, landscape cinematic shot of um, uh, Cheerio walking down the tracks. Oh, yeah, but yeah. you couldn't you couldn't see, like, the train tracks. It was like she was walking on water. And I don't know. I just thought, like, the symbolism with that was just really cool and just with the whole dealing with spirits and everything, I thought that that was like probably one of my favorite shots of the whole movie. I don't know why I really like those sort of like really far away, like panoramic type view shit. I, that was just something I had to know and I really liked it. Um, I don't know, dude, everything from the characters. I'm surprised you don't like the sludge monster. Ian, that shit has been on my head this whole time since you said it. I was like, bro, the fucking, no, I know. Uh, it's not that I didn't like him. I, I, it's not uh, that I didn't like him. It was, he reminded me of muck from Pokemon, but it just, it, it was just, I guess the whole thing surrounding it just seemed like totally, but the message, but the message was so good. Cause he was like the dragon of the sea and everything that came out of him was like the pollution from like the water. And I thought that was like such a cool little, like, no, yeah, like, no, that was a very like intrinsic yeah. little thing. Thing. I don't know like I just saw that and I was like wow that was really like interesting I didn't think that was gonna be like the tie around to it I don't know I feel like with this movie even though it didn't make sense I liked it because it wasn't predictable and that's what I that tends to be like a flaw for a lot of shows that I watch now where it's like you watch the beginning of it and you're like I already know how this is gonna end like legitimately and you can make that argument for this show in a way where you're like okay I kind of know where this is gonna go but Everything in between is not what you thought it was going to be, and every every scene, it was just something different, something, like, kooky and random, but I just felt like it made sense moving forward and kind of, like, told the story itself. Um, other favorite character, though, going to throw this out, Kamaji, that fucking spider grandpa dude. What a fucking oh, yeah, G. I love that man. Um, he's probably, like, my actual favorite character. Number two is the lamp. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, dude, you got just give this shit a watch if you have, and um, it's not honestly what you'd expect. And if you haven't watched any videos, you're definitely gonna be thrown in for something. So make sure that you um pay attention, keep going with it. Totally worth it. Um, yeah, if I have to give it a rating, I'd probably match Isaiah's with an eight or eight point five out of ten. I really, really, really liked it. Uh, to me, it kind of felt like a more put together paprika, even though they're completely different movies and like totally different themes. Like in terms of like characters and just like kookiness and how things were like, I don't know. I felt like it was just a more thematic and put together version of paprika where you're not like really lost in the sauce for pretty much the entirety of the movie and so you watch like eight explanation videos but that was kind of my opinion on it i fucking i really liked it um so yeah give it a watch give it a watch well said gentlemen well said 
All right, then, folks, there you have it. Those are our thoughts. Uh, definitely watch the movie if you haven't already. If you have, let us know what you thought. Did you agree with our points? Uh, individually, that is, because we had different ones. Did you disagree, etc.? Um, we want to hear all of your thoughts in the comments down below. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, we will catch you on the flip. Peace. Peace. Peace.